0: Hey, no competition. Mm-mm. Hey, no competition. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Big T, aka Terrence tennan founder and creator of the No Competition, No Competitors, the brand. And you are now tuning into the No Comp Sports and Health Wellness podcast. Health Wellness and Sports, whichever one you want, like to camp first. I always say, you know what I'm saying. It really, don't matter to me. You know what I'm saying. I know people like the choose you know what I'm saying whichever segments they feel is more important to them so I go ahead and you know what I'm saying I'll let you guys decide which one you feel is a little bit more important but you know what I'm saying to kick off things today uh, we do got a list series I got continuing I'm gonna be doing throughout this week right here so you know what I'm saying just to go ahead and discuss what the series is gonna be consistent of so far uh, the series gonna just gonna be discussing Free agency, you know what I'm saying, majority of the week, of course, you know what I'm saying, with the addition of, you know, March Madness and stuff like that we got going on. Of course, I'm going to throw out some other stuff like that, maybe some scores, some updates, stuff like that to try to keep a highlight on the March Madness we got going on, of course. So, you know what I'm saying, to keep my NCAA folks in their highlight. Uh, So, of course, I'm going to continue to throw those things out. But majority of these episodes coming throughout this series this week will be about free agency i would try to split them up just so far as the position groups so today we're going to be kicking it off talking about some quarterbacks uh of course i'm gonna list this, this one again you know what i'm saying the qb shuffle part two if if you know and been checking out and following my uh podcast since last year i did somewhat of a similar thing last year just so far as around the time of free agency and the draft time where I did some episodes just discussing some team needs and stuff like that but one episode I was able to really go in depth about a lot of things was my QB shuffle and that's pretty much detailed about a lot of the moves that happened last year just so far as the QB position and changes and stuff like that. You know, one of our main ones last year was Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay. That was a main one. You know, so a lot of questions surrounding that and a lot of questions surrounding him leaving Bill Belichick and the Patriots. So, you know, uh, that was one of the major ones, really a major thing right there just so far as it being Tom Brady and his championships also with the opportunity with him going out to win a whole another championship. So, Eventually it pretty was a big deal. So you never know the moves that was made, this free agency, you know what I'm saying especially with the quarterback position and that being a position that we all see or a lot of the world sees as, you know what I'm saying, the main position on the football team just so far as you want that to be the head of your team, you know what I'm saying, uh you want that to be your manager on the team, uh so It's a lot you expect from your quarterback and, you know what I'm saying, a lot of the great quarterbacks do deliver on that. So, you know, when you see these teams with especially, I want to, I don't want to keep resorting to Tom Brady, but Tom Brady is the sad part, the perfect example of, so, you know what I'm saying, being a team captain, being able to lead a team, getting everybody to follow him, you know what I'm saying, whether it be, you know what I'm saying follow my lead you know what i'm saying on the field or follow my lead off the field you know what i'm saying he was able to get guys to buy into what he was selling so that's what you pretty much was are looking for so when you see a lot of these changes and stuff like that on teams especially with these qbs that's that's what they're hoping to get You know what I'm saying? Maybe they were hoping that a certain quarterback's fit somewhere else wasn't proper for them. So, you know what I'm saying? Maybe it'll help their team out. So, you know what I'm saying? A lot of situation that goes and a lot of scenarios that goes into these different type of things. But we're going to try to discuss a little bit of them. Uh, I'm going to try to go down the list of most of the things that's already happened so far. Towards the end of the episode, I'll try to discuss some potential landing spots for some more people. You know, some people that still... Uh, available right now just so far as free agency just so far as the quarterbacks uh, from that's still available right now um, but you know to kick it off I'm gonna go ahead and just start discussing my first person uh, who's on this list and the first person on this list uh, is it really in-depth a in-depth conversation that somebody I already ha- just did a previous episode about and it is my boy Dak Prescott who uh, recently just received a contract from Dallas, but I did do an episode discuss it. Majority of you know what I'm saying Dak's uh, situation and his contract and stuff like that. But we all know Dak was able to get his uh, contract done last year. He was in a situation where we was, well, myself was discussing and agitated about him not having the opportunity for you know Dallas to give him a chance. So, you know what I'm saying uh now this year we see that. Well, pretty much after a year of Andy Dalton and a lot of uncertainties with the team. And we've seen how they, they season pretty much went down the drain after Dax's disappearance. Not saying that they was on the road to playoffs with him, but you know what I'm saying. Some comeback games pretty much gave them a lot of confidence in Dax's play last year. So, uh, like I said, with the absence of him also made them realize that It was pretty going to be pretty, pretty rough so far as what's available and putting y'all and then you being the Dallas Cowboys, a lot of times Dallas Cowboys want to go out here and show results immediately. At least that's what a lot of Dallas fans expect. So, you know, a lot of times Jerry Jones try to put somebody in a situation where they can be successful and the success can come immediately. So at the end of the day. I was happy they was able to come to terms on a contract. It was very necessary and it was needed. I'm sure, like I said in my episode that I did about the contract, both parties are happy about so. And I'm happy as long as both parties are happy. So, uh, the next person I'm going to discuss going to be Andy Dalton, Dax, Dax Backup. So, uh, like I was just discussing, you know, Dallas felt that, you know what I'm saying, Andy Dalton was... A perfect replacement at the moment for that, you know, what I'm saying, in the situation they were in, Andy Dalton was a pretty good backup in that time, because considering all of the other people that were available, Andy Dalton wasn't too bad. Also, the fact that you know he came in was able to do his thing. Unfortunately, he went down with some COVID issues and dealt with some other small bodily injuries and stuff like that. Also, but you know, what I'm saying just. Speaking on him overall, he did have the opportunity with his play to receive a contract for a year for the Bears, and that contract's, you know what I'm saying, worth $10 million for the Bears. Of course, the Bears right now still has Nick Foles on the team, so eventually I'm sure it'll be somewhat of a quarterback competition, but with $10 million being spared for Andy Dalton, I'm sure they got in the mindset that he's going to come in and be somewhat of a starter. In my mind, I would say that. Uh, But if they choose to keep Nick Foles, which, you know what I'm saying, I believe they would do so. But I doubt they're going to keep him long term. So I'm sure Nick Foles may be landing somewhere else just on the team to help out just so far to be a veteran guy. Uh, If not, to come into play and be a solid backup just in case, you know what I'm saying, he's needed. But I feel that Chicago could go a little bit younger. Just off the fact that they have the money space, you know what I'm saying, and the opportunity to bring somebody in. Like I say, Dalton's only signing one year, ten meals, not nothing that's really gonna put them over the cap too much. And with the new cap, you know what I'm saying, not for something that's gonna hurt them, just trying to get everybody else. Uh of course they re-signed my uh their their wide receiver Robinson, you know what I'm saying, try to keep him there. They did franchise him, but uh try to see at least try to get somebody there for a Dalton to try to have right there. But once again, we'll try to see if they even make it a competition with him and Nick Foles. Uh, the next guy I'm going to be discussing would be pretty much the guy that, uh, Chicago just released, which was Mr. Trubisky, uh, Trubisky, his, his time in the NFL, just, uh, Trubisky time has just not been good for him. Uh, I would say, and you know, I'm saying? that's my opinion. I'm sure his gameplay, in a lot of people's opinion, has not been up to par with the NFL just off the, the way his teams have been, just as far as at the end results of the teams and his gameplay and stuff like that. So, but uh, with that being said, he was offered an opportunity to be a backup quarterback for the Bills. Of course, we know he's not starting for the Bills no time soon. Maybe in the case that, you know what I'm saying, they started gets hurts hurt or something like that. But um, he's a pretty big kid, so I doubt that. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure we are, they all deal with nicks and nacks and stuff like that, small injuries within the NFL. But something major to where they'll be dependent on Mr. Trubisky. I doubt that's going to happen. But, you know what I'm saying? then again, I can't really even say you got a solid backup. Uh, I, you got a backup? But then again, that just points to the fact that, you know, these certain quarterbacks uh, continue to get continue, continue, continue to get opportunities in the NFL although they've shown nothing So, but you know, as we all know there's a new wave of quarterbacks coming to the NFL so these gunslingers that pretty much can't move no more, their time is coming to an end so you know what I'm saying, Mitch, I'm not stating that Mr. Trubisky is a pretty much a gunslinger because you know what I'm saying, he pretty much couldn't hit no targets I think in order to be considered a gunslinger, you had to at least hit at least fifty percent of your targets. But that definitely wasn't the case. But like I say, you know, he had the opportunity to at least, you know what I'm saying, get an opportunity to be a backup, even though it was very certain. Now, I will admit this. I am very, very, very surprised on how fast he was able to receive another deal at least, you know what I'm saying, although it was for backup, I am very surprised at how fast he was able to receive another deal. Uh It, it, it did seem kind of suspicious to me. Maybe some somebody for the Bills, maybe the Bills office coordinator believes that he can work with him a little bit. You know, Bills do have a great office coordinator at the moment, so maybe he feels like he can get with them work with him a little bit like they did with their prior quarterback, so... I'm not sure. Maybe they feel like they they have opportunity to work with Trubisky a little bit just due to his age, but you know what I'm saying? He ain't the only quarterback in his age group that's that's without a job at the moment. So I'm not surprised, but I, like I did say I am a little surprised about the uh, how you know what I'm saying quickly it was that he was had opportunity to become a second string quarterback. So uh that's, that was one thing that was a little iffy to me just about that situation but you know what I'm saying at the end of the day you know what I'm saying I ain't hating on the man having an opportunity to get a job so and getting paid and providing for whoever he take care of so you know do your thing dog so uh the next guy I'm discuss is somebody you know what I'm saying who I you know what I'm saying? another person who was in my QB shuffle uh last year part 1 my boy cab Newton uh we all know he was Going through his thing with uh, the Panthers at the moment. He At the moment, he was a free agency. It was looking real dreary for my guy. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just came off that shoulder surgery. Just came off having some foot issues. A lot of injuries he was coming off of. And a lot of these things I did state when I had did my part one of the QB Shuffle and just discussing his free agency and stuff like that. I did mention just just the parts about... His throwing and stuff like that. Just how he need to continue to need to work on and stuff like that. But uh Cam, you know what I'm saying, and at the end of the day, Cam is a player. Uh during the season, as the season went on, and I, I discussed him having an opportunity with New England and stuff like that. After some games and stuff like that, I did discuss just so far as how well he did look in several games and stuff like that. I felt like when they came out and not really had a solid game plan. It seemed that he kind of fell apart and also the fact that their defense had kind of fell apart also this year really didn't pretty much help them out. Uh, COVID, like I said, you know, COVID hit everybody hard, you know what I'm saying, throughout the season and, you know, with the NFL and trying to be safe with the contact tracing and stuff like that, uh, it was also, you know what I'm saying, a, a difficult time just so, just so far as the whole season. But cam was able to get another opportunity from new england which i do you know what i'm saying agree with i'm I'm glad that cam had the oppor- opportunity you know what i'm saying i would have hated to see him do a list something with new england and then just straight up leave on new england not even try to get him another opportunity especially in with this market that you have of quarterbacks right now and you see the wave of people that's that they're getting right now so if they weren't already traded to the team most of the people that was available just through a, through free agency wasn't too stellar you know what i'm saying i'm gonna go through some of the names like i say but you know uh but at the end of the day you give the guy opportunity to be there learning the system for for a year especially a year where covid and stuff like that was going on so uh he had opportunity during the time when he went down with COVID, opportunity you know what I'm saying study plays and stuff like that so you know uh i don't i don't disagree with that Uh, something I'll be talking about just as far as when the tight ends come, uh, they was able to, New England, I'm speaking about, they was able to get your boy Cam some help. So, you know what I'm saying? Got the two best tight ends, I would say, that was available in free agency. And, you know what I'm saying? With that addition of Aguilar, also. So, they're trying to at least get some people around Cam. He can at least get the ball to. We know he's not much of a deep threat thrower. Uh, Not too much. You know what I'm saying? Early in his career, I wouldn't really say he was. But now, could he wing it? Of course. Cam, a big guy. You know what I'm saying? Big guy. He got a big arm. So course you can get the ball down the field. that's not what I'm saying, but somebody who throws deep balls consistently now consistency consistently that's not cam that's not cam at all being able to throw the ball down the field is it, like that, but you know what I'm saying with the addition of two tight ends, you get the opportunity you know what I'm saying try to open it up for' them at least you know what I'm saying give them some security blankets uh, I know New England usually has a lot of running backs that does so, but with the, with the addition of two tight ends, you know what I'm saying, that's really going to open the game up for Cam. You got to remember at the times when Cam was with Greg Olsen. So, you know what I'm saying, Greg Olsen someday going to be considered a Hall of Fame famer, and majority of his career was with Cam. So, you got to think about that. But, uh, like I say, happy that Cam was able to get another year in New England. I'm sure his success this year would be, you know what I'm saying, a lot more. He'll have a lot more of it this year, just based off the fact that he's getting another opportunity to be there and he's going to be more comfortable with the plays. They're going to be a little bit more comfortable with certain things they'll be able to throw at him and stuff like that. Just the fact that they know that he'll be able to handle this and that. So, you know what I'm saying? Give him another year to get comfortable and stuff like that. We never know what the future holds, just so far as Cam. But, just so far as the money aspect of everything, you know what I'm saying? The deal was worth up to 14 mil. So, you know what I'm saying? Cam was able to do a little bit better than last year's contract, where I felt like they try to play him a little bit, but you know, at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, like he even stated in when he was on one of the shows and stuff like that on television, he was talking about, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day, if he felt like he had to prove, you know what I'm saying, he still had this or that, then that's just what he had to do. And if he can go in there with that mindset, then you know what I'm saying, everybody else just has to understand that. And respect the man for it. So and I would definitely respect him for that for having that mindset. But you know what I'm saying? I was one of the people that felt like, hey, you should have been getting paid cal. But he had his opportunity, he did his thing. Now he getting a whole another year to prove a little bit more. But uh the next person we're gonna discuss is Brian Fitzpatrick. Uh Fitzpatrick, his ninth team he'll be on, but you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day, like I say, I don't doubt, I ain't hating on nobody who I here still get an opportunity to get paid, get, still get an opportunity to do something they love and play this game that they love. Uh, but, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day, like I say, nine teams is usually, they usually mm, that usually means that nobody's willing to buy into you. At the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, I'm just keep it real with you. Nine different teams, no matter the talent, people can sit back and say, Man, the dude good though. The dude good. This he great, he good, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, if you made it to the foot if you made it to the NFL, then your level of, you know what I'm saying, play is apparently, you know what I'm saying, outstanding. You know what I'm saying? If you under if you understand the numbers, if you could only understand the numbers of the people attempting to get in NFL to the people who actually do. So, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, if you are there, of course, you have an outstanding game that stood out to where you was able to make it to, you know what I'm saying, the highest le- highest level of professionalism when it comes to that sport. So, you know, at the end of the day, everybody can play. But, uh, you know, there's different levels of play also within the NFL. You know what I'm saying? We can't ignore that, you know. We got people that made it in the NFL. You got people that just made it to the NFL. We got people who trying to take over the NFL. You got people who want to, you know what I'm saying, dominate the NFL. So, you know what I'm saying, you got different levels of play in the NFL also. So, you got to take that in consideration. And, you know what I'm saying, you being on your ninth team means that, you know what I'm saying, you can play. And that means you can play. But, you know what I'm saying, you ain't that dominant type of play that a team is willing to, Investing so far as long term to keep you there. Somebody that's gonna go to bat for you, but like no matter what. Now you know what I'm saying. You gonna dug a lot of teams out of holes, but also the fact comes that when you know what I'm saying when these teams give you official starting role, no looking back, don't worry about no nobody being in the way. And that's a lot of times when we know this Fitzpatrick kind of falls apart. So, but you know what I'm saying. He did have opportunity to get a chance from the Washington football team who's, who definitely needs a quarterback at the moment. Uh, I was hoping maybe they would try to do a strong bid for Cam so he can get back with his old coach. But Riverboat Ron, you know what I'm saying, I guess he wasn't talking uh, uh, enough money just so far because, you know, Ron, Ron Patrick deal is, you know what I'm saying, 10 mil could be worth up to 12. But, you know, Cam had the opportunity to go back to a system he already knew. And I'm pretty sure the Patriots had promised him promised him some other things and guarantees him some stuff. So I'm sure Cam was happy where he's at right now. But uh just as far as Fitzpatrick, um, like I say, deal worth ten mil for one year. It can be up to twelve million with incentives just as far as different types of things. When I mean incentives, different type of things he could do within his contract that can earn him more money here and there just for different type of stuff. So uh at the end of the day pretty good you know what i'm saying fair amount uh i'm pretty sure the washington football team may be considering drafting somebody this year just so far they can try to get somebody long term i believe that may be the case just so far as with those guys i don't believe that fitzpatrick is the long term thing i believe they'll try to see what he can do this year but after that, I'm sure, or at least I'm sure in this draft, they'll try to see what they can get within the draft. If it's not a high pick, maybe something a little in the later rounds. At, at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? All the great, all the Hall of Fame quarterbacks don't come in the first round. So if that's something that they got on the back of their mind, then I'm sure that, you know what I'm saying, they'll try to probably take their chances just so far as uh, with the draft class. But at the moment, you know what I'm saying, Ron Patrick it seems to be their starter, uh, seems to be the you know what I'm saying? Official started with this deal for the Washington Football Team. So I'm, I I'm, don't. I'm, what do you do? Is he a f- Washington Football Teamer now? I don't. I don't. What do, what do you call him now? What What are they called? Is this, he's a f- Washington Football Team player? I guess I'm gonna just go with that one. Uh, but Ryan right, Fitzpatrick, like I said, 19, getting this opportunity with the Washington Football Team. Uh, so we'll see what he does with those guys uh they got some young talent at wide receiver so we all know that front seven is pretty good pretty good so uh definitely get a chance to see what ron Fitzpatrick can do on offense uh with that uh team there uh young team putting him putting a wild event around a round up young teams you know what i'm saying see what those guys can really do uh my next guy i'll be discussing I had did an episode already, I showed you so far as going over the contract, and when this news broke, but, you know, the Carson Wentz to the Colts, like I said uh, in that episode, just discussing his situation when the news broke, nothing really officially became, you know what I'm saying, done until the 17th of March, so everything is official now, so Carson Wentz is officially a Colt, you know what I'm saying, for those Indianapolis fans, I don't know if you're happy or not about what you got but with the deal he got you know um, uh, you, you ain't got no choice but to be happy uh, uh, I'm not I, I, I'm not sure I'm not sure for the Indiana Cope. You you got stuck with Wentz you got rid of your security blanket and Brissett you sent him to Miami which I'll be discussing in a second but you send Brissett to Miami so which pretty much leaves Wentz I'm thinking now that he's he did that interview the other day, just discussing about the Eagles and stuff like that. He seems like he's just really just like brittle just so far as mentally and emotionally. So I feel like the coach did this move with Brissett to uh, what, to, um, uh, give him some type of give Wentz some type of security. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, his contract pretty much negates the in all of that because, you know, like I said, Philly signed one of the dumbest contracts ever just so far as in a trade just trying to get rid of a guy with no, you know what I'm saying, with no potential of getting anything. Like I said, they got a late third pick, a late second pick uh what well, no, not like a mid-round first, like a mid-first rounder, but Quince has to play, you know what I'm saying, majority of the snaps, which includes a playoff game in order for that for the actual mid First round to even come through, if not, then you know what I'm saying they're pretty much stuck with a second round, and just pretty much whatever else they discussed within that contract, which I felt like was a terrible contract just as so far as the Eagles receiving it, but at the end of the day, if you're just trying to get rid of somebody, hey, that's just what you're gonna do uh you're gonna you're gonna you gonna buy a lot of you're gonna buy a lot of stuff off, so when you're just trying to do that so at the end of the day, you already know that as a front office but you know what I'm saying this is all for the potential to make even more money in the future so at the end of the day hey you're going to go ahead and take that loss go ahead and get it over with cuz you know the longer you sit and think about it and keep it on your mind you know what I'm saying you letting all these opportunities go and we in the NFL is full of deadlines so at the end of the day you don't have too much time to sit and think and harp on something uh but like I said, at the end of the day, he's officially a coach now, something I had already discussed. So I'm going to go ahead and move on to the next person, which is another situation I had already discussed, which it was pretty much, it uh, was two people, it was pretty much the swap for the quarterback swap that you had between the Rams and the Lions for contracts for Stratford and golf. Uh, and like I said, that deal was done a little bit early into the year, around February, but Like I also stated, nothing's, well that deal was done in January, but like I stated, nothing was official pretty much until the 17th, so those guys are officially, you know what I'm saying, Detroit Lions for golf, and officially Los Angeles Round for Stratford, so those guys go ahead and start i'm pretty sure they already got with their front offices just so far as working on some game plans and stuff like that for next year but i had already spoke on those two guys and their potential and their team situations financially and all that so i'm not gonna spend too much time more time on discussing them just highlight the the fact that you know what I'm saying it was one of the trades or one of the deals done within this quarterback shuffle uh the next person i'm discuss. Uh, don't really have much information just so far as a team he's been placed on, anything like that. It's just letting you know that he's one of the guys that's still available out here and still potentially looking to get traded. And the person I'm speaking on is Deshaun Watson. Uh, Eventually, you know what I'm saying, he still wanted to trade out of Houston. Uh, Had nothing changed about that news. But we are receiving some more disturbing news. Now, at the end of the day... You know what I'm saying? If you've been doing some wrong doing, you know what I'm saying? Then, you know, things going to come to light, man. You know what I'm saying? You know when people say, what you do in the dark, going to come to light someday. So, at the end of the day, well, depending on how good you're hiding it, too. Uh, so, but, uh... You know at the end of the day, if you did some wrongdoing, man, especially if you did these type of things and and put or putting somebody in a situation where they're uncomfortable or stuff like that, especially these ladies, you know what I'm saying, I definitely don't agree with that part of it, but at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, and from the business aspect aspect of it, I can only think that this is the works of the Houston Texans, you know what I'm saying, so and I can say that because, you know what I'm saying, Ain't nobody paying me. You know, what I'm saying the, the talk sports, you know, I enjoy talking sports. I love to do it. I love to write about it and do stuff like that. This is all out of my own free will. So I ain't got no nobody telling me what I can and can't say. So I go ahead and say what I feel. And that's what I feel. I feel like this is definitely the work of the Houston Texans. And what I mean by that is for the people that don't know what I mean, you know, what I'm saying this is a multi-million dollar corporate billion dollar. NFL is a billion-dollar corporation, team multi-million. You know what I'm saying? So you're a multi-million team, multi-million-dollar team operating. You're not trying to lose a star player who would potentially bring in most of your money, most of your ticket sales, because you because you pretty much got rid of everybody else. and Or got rid of it. Either you got rid of them through the stupidity of Bill O'Brien, who just pretty much tore the team up last year. And at the start of this year, and they got rid of him. Or through, you know what I'm saying, Stars wanting to leave and stuff like that. Now, I'm not sure what's going on with the Houston area because, you know, we had James Harden want to leave also. But I'm not sure what's going on. But, you know, just so far as in Deshaun's uh, thoughts from that, you know, he had had issues with uh, the team not discussing a lot of moves and stuff like that. With him, he wanted to be a part of a lot of uh, transactions and stuff that the team did. And, you know, he felt like he was still not respected and still not being a part of those type of plans. So he wanted to make a plan of his own and it was to exit. So and this, of course, did not sit well with the teams, especially after you signing a big old contract with the team. And especially after they done got rid of all the other talent and made you the primary talent on the team. So, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you all, they pretty much have. And, you know what I'm saying? What I mean by the team is real, I feel like the team is railroading him. You got another situation where you go and hire a black coach, you know what I'm saying? So you thought that hiring this black coach was going to pretty much make him be like, oh, okay. So they, you know what I'm saying? They still didn't discuss none of this with me, but they go and hire a black face to put here to make me feel a little bit more comfortable and make me want to stay. So, you know what I'm saying? That's and, and that's that's what you got to think of in his life. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Texans, of course, they didn't like that. And the fact that he decided that he still wanted to leave after, you know what I'm saying? They brought the new news of a new black coach coming. And he's pretty much discussed with the new coach that he still wanted the option to leave uh i think that just pretty much made the team furious and of course we all know these teams have information on these players and stuff like that that you know what i'm saying the, of course the public don't have these teams hire stuff for these players all type of stuff that goes on when you when you get to this level at this level you know what i'm saying especially with money and stuff like that you uh you know what i'm saying you a lot of people get into a lot of different stuff that You know what I'm saying? Don't help them out. So far as personality, social media wise, career wise, financially wise, and stuff like that. So now I'm not stating that the information is true or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm not going to sit and condemn somebody just off, you know what I'm saying? Information they throw out in the news because we all know how that works also. But you know what I'm saying? That's something I can't, I ain't got enough time to, maybe I'll do an episode on that. But at the end of the day, like I say, I feel like the team threw these things out. And then, you know, the snowball effect once you throw one thing out at the time when you are famous or or wealthy, you know, one accusation is going to bring a thousand. And I'm not saying that nobody is innocent and stuff like that. I'm not saying that somebody's making an accusation at the end of the day. That's not for me to decide. It's for a court to decide. That's for a judge to decide. I'm not a judge. All I'm saying is I feel that the Houston Texans have played a major part in this information getting out. And I feel like they're going to try to play a major part in being the team that's going to try to back him up and be like, hey, yeah, we got your back, man. You know what I'm saying? Blase, blase. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, the interest for Deshaun Washington is still high. Uh, I believe, like, a lot of resources and stuff within the story say that he spent, he gonna, he's willing to spend as much money as he needs to clear his name because it feels like, you know what I'm saying, this is just more of a... Uh, you know, what I'm saying a situation where he's being wrong, wrongly do done. So, you know, what I'm at the end of the day, somebody's gonna, de- a judge is gonna decide who was right, who was wrong, and you know, that'll let us know from there. But like I say, team's still interested. So I'm pretty sure after all this is done, Texans, the guy still gonna leave you guys, and y'all still gonna be stuck. You know, what I'm saying with your heads up your rim. so uh but to move on like i said we're going to go ahead and discuss the next person which is jacoby Brissett. like i just mentioned a second ago when i was talking about the coats um those did was able to send them off but he did sell them one year with miami which was apparently only five mil uh they were looking for him to be to his backup That's what the resources say. Now, I believe that this is going to be a little bit more than just being a backup. Just off the fact that I believe that they're still a little iffy about Tua. So, I do believe that uh, Brissett may have the opportunity to come in and potentially play for the star role. I believe he's a great player. I'm not sure why the coach just gave up on him. Uh, The opportunity he had to finish that season without Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck straight up left you guys. Brissett was there, came through, took you guys to the playoffs at that. Had you had a good uh winning record. You guys had a run game going. Your defense wasn't too bad. Your defense is still doing well right now. But you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I I understand what that was all about, your brain. Uh Phillip Rivers in to pretty much do nothing, give you a, a season worse than the one you previously had. Uh <laughs> I'm not sure, but like I said, at the end of the day, I believe Brissett is in Miami to be more than just a backup, especially with Tua. You know what I'm saying? He had his season last year pretty much that was up and down with him and Ryan Fitzpatrick. They got rid of Fitzpatrick, but then brought in, you know what I'm saying, a younger Brissett, who I feel like, uh, you know what I'm saying, potential is a little bit higher than Fitzpatrick. If, you, if a team really... Invest in him and you know what I'm saying, give try to give him the opportunity he deserves, like he had the opportunity last year. So, uh, but it's gonna be a little bit rough for Miami, you know what I'm saying? Through they're gonna need that some add some wide receiver. So, uh, we'll try to see what Brissette does this year. I'm sure he'll have the opportunity to play a few games. Just off how Miami's coaching staff did to it last year, I don't think nothing's pretty much going to change just so far as management wanting to swap them out off the fact of just wanting to win. So um, I'm not going to put it past that he's going to get the opportunity. Uh, All right, moving to the next person, which is Jameis Winston. Uh, happened to re-sign a one-year $12 million deal with the New Orleans Saints. So, Jameis back with the Saints. Like I say, these quarterbacks who get one year, then get an extra year, I really like them. And just to, you know what I'm saying? That's really gives you a tell. You know, them second year really gives you a tell of what this person can really do for you just so far as coaches and stuff like that. So, uh, but it was stated that uh, Jameis would be in a competition. He wasn't going to be necessarily the immediate starter, but would be in competition with Taysom Hill. Uh, You know, Taysom Hill still a part of the that team. Also had his opportunities to play stuff last year. But I think they're going to, you know what I'm saying, try to... I believe that they will go a little bit more with Jameis Winston. Just off because Jameis Winston's arm and stuff like that. So I believe that, you know what I'm saying, they're gonna try to they're gonna lean with him a little bit more. Um the next guy we're gonna be discussing is Big Ben. This is Of course, signed re with the Steelers. Uh takes a pay cut to do so. Uh trying to take a page out of old Tom Brady's book, huh? Ben got tired of got tired of uh, uncertainties, uh too many injuries, too many mistakes, too many picks at the end of the season for you, Big Ben. But I guess, you know what I'm saying, still is with no potential of training nobody new for a quarterback, also being placing himself in this situation uh, with the, you know what I'm saying, comments and his actions a few years ago when – you know what I'm saying, when they was getting new quarterbacks and he chose that, hey, I ain't I ain't helping these guys or I ain't about to do no training, no extra training, no extra tips and that for these guys. But, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day, his play is going down tremendously. And his turnovers are just getting out of hand. So, uh, of course, the Steelers, you know what I'm saying, give him another opportunity, just a one-year. Um, but, like I say, he took a, a, a pay cut within that taking his uh pay from nineteen mil to fourteen, you know what I'm saying, just for the opportunity to come back. Now, I don't believe nothing's pretty much gonna change with Big Ben, you know what I'm saying? I believe his pay is just gonna continue to deteriorate. Uh you know what I'm saying? I don't see where nothing's gonna change. I used to keep up I used to keep up with all these players and stuff like that. I ain't seen nothing just so far as in no information, no news to where I think that Big Ben's just gonna get this uptake and play or you know what I'm saying, energy or anything like that. So in that case, yeah, uh Yeah, still us, yeah. Uh good luck with that one. Um in your case, you get another year with Big Ben. But then that's just another year. Mike Tomlinson is just pretty much hurting this offense by not getting somebody else in there. That could start getting that ball rolling in another direction. Uh, the next guy I'll be discussing is my boy, you know what I'm saying, Gene Tech Hokie. Uh, Tyrod Taylor signs a one year deal with Houston. A uh, deal only worth six mil could be more with incentives, especially if he becomes a starter in the case of Deshaun not playing. So I believe Houston pretty much did make this deal happen just as a backup. Uh, of course, when they signed him, they pretty much said this was a deal for him to permanently just be the backup. But I think that if Deshaun doesn't play, they pretty much try to go out and get somebody who, you know what I'm saying, game play. I wouldn't say it's similar to Deshaun, of course, you know what I'm saying. Compare, they, you know what I'm saying, just even with the few, the little bit of years that Deshaun's been there, we can all see that, you know what I'm saying, the quarterback play from him is a lot much better than Tyrod Taylor. So I'm not going to say the same game play, but some some of the similar attributes, you're still having the game with Tyrod being there just so far as having a mobile quarterback that can move around to extend the play. Um, But not really sure who he's going to be throwing it to. But, um, yeah, he'll be extending the playthrough towards somebody. Um, now, that was pretty much one of the last people who had signed throughout the free agency time at the moment. But, like I said, I was going to try to go over some of these QBs that still available in free agency and stuff like that. So, uh, one of the names that are I did see that are still available right now is... My boy, uh... RG3. Uh... Comments on that? Mm, not too many. RG, just... Not the same player. Uh... It's just... It's just... It's it's bad for my boy RG. Uh... Last year, I had the opportunity when... When my boy went down... Uh... He had the opportunity to come in and try to try to play. But in that in that time, well, start the game off kinda of slow. I'll say that. Kinda of slow start the game off. And for you that had already been a backup there. You you can't start a game off like that, RG. And then got hurt, couldn't finish the game. So then uh the backup had to come in and play those other few games. So then it was just oh, you know what I'm saying, Lamar got COVID, so RG, it was your perfect chance to do so. Uh, but, wasn't able to do so. Now, some of the other names I go over, but you know, at the end of the day, hey, who who really? Who really, who really, you know what I'm saying? Who really tr- looking to go get Joe Flacco right now? Flacco, just his whole career, just he just, I don't know. Uh, you, of course you got AJ McCarron still available right now. Uh Mike Glenn available right now. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? You still got still got a few still got a few people available. Uh outside of those three names right there, and listen, those three names was literally the I'm I'm assuming would be the closest to somewhat re- relevant names that I would say. Of course you got Matt Barkley who's still quarterbacking out here but not too many fancy names left on the list so uh, from this point I would assume that all teams are still needing some type of strong quarterback play which are Jacksonville the Jets Broncos, Patriots not much of of strong but Patriots I got the way I listed it, you know what I'm saying? I got some people who really need some quarterback play that can come in and do it right now, which would be Jacksonville, Jets, Jackson, and Broncos. Which most likely they'll be trying to go and get their guys through the draft, which is coming up in April. Of course, you know, what I'm saying I'll be doing a show on that. Uh but immediate quarterback presence needed right now, I would say Jacksonville, Jets, Broncos, and that's, that's three teams I I assume that will be trying to do something immediately, just so far as the draft, maybe some early picks and stuff through the draft, try to make something happy for their teams, their quarterback, go to and get the ball rolling on some next, uh, you know what i saying, on some, on some next generation stuff, next future quarterback thing, so they're going to be going to start that off, uh, now I did put some teams there who I I said may be considering drafting some quarterbacks, Uh, but most likely, it'll be over some long period type stuff, some long term stuff where they'll be bringing them in right at the moment just to train and learn behind them. So the teams I did place in that category were the Patriots, maybe drafting something for a long term. You know, they got Cam right now, so if they could draft in this draft right here, get a guy under Cam, maybe you know what I'm saying, one year, and then really start getting the ball uh, rolling on how they wanna. You know what I'm saying? Critique them, how they want to train this guy or whatever they want to do just as so far as the Patriots. The next team I put down were the Panthers, although the Panthers do get two quarterbacks right now, two fairly young quarterbacks uh, that aren't mobile. You know what I'm saying? Both quarterbacks were brought in from another another situation. And at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? I, I do believe that the Panthers are still looking for a quarterback for the long term. You know what I'm saying? Matt Rule. Still gonna be wanting his quarterback that he's gonna want to bring in some young guy that he's gonna want to mold. Of course, that's always the case with new uh, coaches and stuff like that. So we're gonna, of course, I believe they'll be looking for something long term also. Um, the next team I did mention and put in that situation was the Forty ers Uh, but for them, I did put draft or upcoming trades just so far as somebody who, a team that needs to draft, that could draft, or potentially just make a trade, you know what I'm saying, for a veteran quarterback to help out with some of the needs they have at the moment. Uh, 49ers with that team that they have outside of the quarterback position. So much on that team outside of the quarterback position that, you know what I'm saying, that's why I put them in a situation where I believe if they they could either draft somebody to try to come in, you know what I'm saying, to learn up under some of these people, or they can do upcoming trade with the quarterback they have now, try to see what they can get, you know what I'm saying, just a forward side hand, or some old vet or something like that, they can try to come in, try to help that team out. Like I say, with uh, Shanahan, you don't really need too much. You got an offensive coordinator, you got offensive weapons, and you got a pretty decent defense. So like I say right now, that team is just struggling. At the quarterback position, I would say, so that's why I placed them in that situation of maybe drafting or you know what I'm saying possibly trading for for a quarterback that's out there right now uh Eagles i I put them in the same situation, maybe draft um, a younger quarterback, you know what I'm saying to try to get him ready for you know what I'm saying the future teams that they 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 potential they plan to have, so you know what I'm saying right now uh. Of course, they got Jalen, you know what I'm saying, right now. But, mm, in my opinion, you know what I'm saying, he wasn't really a good decision making just so far as throwing in college at Alabama. So, you know what I'm saying, Ohio State in a conference where they play completely no defense. Can't really uh, – I mean Oklahoma State. Well, Oklahoma. He was Oklahoma sooner. Uh, well, Oklahoma State division ain't got no defense either. But, uh At the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, for me, for me, my opinion, uh, I I just still feel like he still has a lot of things to work on, and he still has a lot of development. So that's why I put the Eagles in that that situation where they can either draft to go younger or, you know what I'm saying, deal with some upcoming trades. I did, you know what I'm saying, hear some news in the wind about should the Eagles go back and try to get once again the – you know what I'm saying, try to help Jalen out a little bit, try to be that second string quarterback to help bag him up to have that solid second string. But then but then, you know what I'm saying, we'll be right back in the same situation as Wentz. If you ask me. You know what I'm saying? You got Nick Foles there, he come in out, shine, whatever young guy, young buck you got sent up in there, uh, they gonna start feeling some type of way. Then yeah, you're gonna be right back with Wentz again where he over in over in, in Indianapolis, uh, Mentally weak, where he, you know what I'm saying, got to keep looking over his shoulder, thinking somebody new coming in to take him out. Uh, but, you know what I'm saying, that's why I put them in that situation, just so far as able to, but not, you know what I'm saying, Eagles are not not really looking for a lot. You know, they do got a new coach, so they got a lot of adjustments to do either way it go, you know what I'm saying, with the team, not just the quarterback and stuff like that. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, uh, they still, as a team are in a pretty good spot to, you know what I'm saying, make something happen, especially in the division they're eating. Um one of the other teams that wasn't listed at, you know what I'm saying, a quarterback or anything like that in team needs, but I was surprised that they wasn't in there. And the team that I was surprised that wasn't in there were the Falcons, especially with the news of Matt Schaub, you know what I'm saying, finally retiring at the so uh, with with the retirement of Matt Sharp, that pretty much uh, leaves it just Matt Ryan and whatever third string quarterback they have on the roster right now, especially in the moments where I think Matt Ryan gameplay is dwindling. So you know uh, I'm not sure. Oh, I was pretty much surprised. Not really sure, but I was surprised a lot that they hadn't been interested in at least trying to do something just so far as quarterback play, maybe somebody younger or something like that maybe could learn up under Matt Ryan uh, when it's get close to his time. But it just seems like the Falcons aren't preparing themselves for anything. Um, and pretty much looks like with the trades that they've made just so far in the off season, pretty much trading all of their defensive players and stuff like that, it seems like they're pretty much getting ready to be in a whole nother uh, rebuilding stage which was kills my nerves for my boy julio you know what i'm saying somebody with so much potential at wide receiver that can take over the game gonna be stuck in this situation once again where he's just gonna be playing just to play um but a lot of that goes into you know what i'm saying team management and stuff like that so you know what i'm saying uh but i would discuss that a little bit more especially when i discuss the wide receivers but you know what i'm saying that's going to end our show just so far as talking about my qb shuffle like i say this is a series so look out for the next episode tomorrow that'll be coming at you guys i'll be discussing the running backs you know what i'm saying try to go down the list go quarterbacks running backs wide receivers of course you know what i'm saying i'm gonna try to do my defensive players try to give them they shine we're gonna do defensive a little bit last because i'm gonna go in-depth with defense you know what i'm saying i get a little bit excited talking about defense so i try to keep it i try to say that one for last right there but you know what i'm saying i want to thank all of those who are out there listening and supporting this no competitions no competitors movement we're trying to bring some big things to the world reach everyone we can with the health wellness segment the world has already woke, wake, woken up to better eating habits we are here to keep it inexpensive and keep you consistent so you know what I'm saying? Once again, I want to thank everybody that's out there listening. Get ready for the next few episodes, like I say, in, within this series. I got one coming to you every day. So be ready. You know what I'm saying? Keep listening out. Keep supporting. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Show show more and more people, man. So, you know what I'm saying? If you like the show, ain't no reason for it. Try to keep it to yourself. So, you know what I'm saying? Somebody else might like it too, so spread the word. Uh, So we can make this show number one on Podomatic. Number one in the world, baby. You!